Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Anne McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat. I have gotten so many requests to do a episode on bloating. It seems that everybody's very bloated lately, especially in the summer when we're wearing bikinis and we're half naked at the beach and at the pools and people feel a little bit more self-conscious about potential bloating in the belly and just not feeling very good. Well, because of my bathroom humor, remember that movie Knocked Up with starring Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, Katherine Heigl, and Leslie Mann? Well, there's a scene with Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd. Leslie Mann plays Debbie and Paul Rudd plays Pete and they're married. So the quote goes like this. Pete, who, play, who is Paul Rudd after brushing his teeth, says to Leslie Mann, Debbie, so what do you think? Should we have sex tonight? And Debbie's like, ugh, sounds awful. I'm just really constipated. Do you really want to? And Paul Rudd's like, well, not now. <laughs> it's just, I thought that I thought that was just a hilarious little anecdote, which probably happens in certain marriages or relationships when people feel bloated. You just don't feel sexy. You don't feel energetic. It just kind of weighs you down. So this is all from bloating, gas, constipation. And so many people experience these things because of the American diet and really our lifestyle in general. And it makes us feel, you know, less than, really less energy, less energetic, less attractive. Sometimes people don't even want to go out, like they'll cancel a date because they're bloated, you know, things like that. So what can we do to combat these things? I mean, everybody has a lifestyle in 2021 that seems to be rushed. And there are so many things that contribute to a gassy stomach. And what is a gassy stomach? And that just means that there's extra gas and air in the intestinal tract. And for women, it's actually unfair because we have a longer colon than men. So it takes longer to digest things and we can experience gas more frequently, um, especially for those women that, you know, that have more problems with that. Um, and also men have more testosterone, meaning the walls of their stomach lining are much stronger and they can hold things in better than women. Also, Women, and that, and that leads to the fact that they almost have built-in spanks. They can keep that in hard, more than, than women. Um, on top of that, women experience their periods. And a lot of times, bloating is, is, is exacerbated when you have your periods. So women seem to experience this a little bit more than men. And sometimes when we carry stress in our stomach, that can lead to gas and bloating as well. But I'm gonna break down the tips and tricks of what to avoid and what to maybe add to your diet to alleviate the feeling and the look of being bloated because we'll feel better and we'll look better. So hopefully, unlike Debbie and Pete from Knocked Up, you can have a great sex life and not feel guilty about 
maybe being constipated and not feeling sexy so that your husband or boyfriend or your significant other will want to have sex with you and you will want to partake as well or just you want to go for a run again these things weigh you down and you don't want to have that you want to be light and energetic and enjoy life without the gas pains so let's get right into it now let's just say that you're getting ready for a party tonight and you're trying on some skinny jeans and you're like oh my god i can't even get these things on it's even more frustrating if you watch what you eat and exercise and you still have belly bloat but luckily it can be temporary and we can make the changes and why do we get bloated stomachs bloat sneaks up on us in surprising ways depending on what we eat certain habits that we have and even specific medical conditions bloating can be a result of digestive distress from eating certain foods like dairy or ultra-processed salty foods which is a big part of the american diet these are eating habits that can cause us to intake more air and even certain conditions such as a weak heart or being pregnant women can also retain more water while they're menstruating and those who have irritable bowel syndrome or ibs can also experience uncomfortable bouts of bloating after eating foods that contain FODMAPs. And what are FODMAPs? It's an acronym for fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols, or during moments of stress. And I will get into these foods in a moment. But there are so many steps that can show us how to reduce the bloating in our stomach areas. We wanna rely on digestion-promoting methods that can help reduce the bloating belly in about 24 hours. We can identify which habits and foods can help reduce the bloating and rev up our metabolism along the way. Hopefully after these tips and tricks that I give you and maybe what to eliminate, you can be back on those summer beaches and pools showing off your hot bod and having a great life with energy, being able to work out and not being constipated around your significant other in order to engage in better physical activity, if you will. Unlike that of Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann of Knocked Up, one of my very favorite scenes in that movie due to the fact that I have bathroom humor. Now let's first talk about what we can avoid in our diets. And again, I had mentioned the FODMAP foods, and that was an acronym for foods that really take a lot to digest and cause a lot of gas and bloating. A few examples of these are very, very healthy foods, but if you have an affinity towards gas and bloating, you may want to stay away from some of these or just lower them in your diet. Examples are anything made with wheat, barley, or rye. And actually, unfortunately, that includes beer because beer has fermented barley and rye in it. Avoid apples, perhaps, artichokes, artificial sweeteners like in chewing gum, beans, cashews, cauliflower, dried nuts. A big part of this group are called the cruciferous vegetables. And unless you're very used to eating these and have a tolerance to them, they can be really devastating to our gut if you're not used to that because it's such a high amount of fiber, although very good for you. But if you do tend to eat those and cause it causes a great amount of gas and bloating, maybe just taper down a little bit. Or another way to do that is to make sure that you're not eating them raw and instead cook them. And while you're cooking them, you could even add lemon or ginger. And the more you add of that, that actually helps aid digestion. You can also get a vegetable called, it's a sea vegetable called kombu. And you can use that with your cooking as well. And that would really eliminate the gas and bloating substances in these FODMAP foods. So again, 
low FODMAP foods that could really cause gas bloating and potentially with IBS would be anything made with wheat, barley, rye, apples, artichokes, artificial sweeteners, beans, cashews, cauliflower, dried nuts, and several more. But if you were to look that up, it's called FODMAP and it's F-O-D-M-A-P and it's that acronym that I talked about before. The second thing is to avoid sugar alcohols. And this is found in so many things because if things are low fat or non-sugar, manufacturers have to use sugar alcohols to replace that. The popular ones are sorbitol, mannitol, and xylitol. Particularly, we can find this in gum. A lot of gum has this, like xylitol especially. I am a definite victim of chewing gum all the time. I like to keep sugar-free gum in my mouth all the time just because it's really good for your teeth and I don't like a dry mouth. But if you can instead perhaps go to a, a, a gum that does not contain any of these ingredients, um, if you go to Whole Foods, there are several products that are just natural gum that do not contain these uh, artificial sugar alcohols. So that would may really help. Or avoid chewing gum altogether, instead popping a mint. And also some of these sugar alcohols that can really elicit a lot of gas and bloating would be some of these artificial sweeteners like Sweet and Low, Equal, uh, Splenda. I am a big Splenda lover. I know that it's not good for you. Um, I don't have any problems from Splenda. And I know that the go-to is Stevia. Stevia is obviously the most natural and it's very sweet. It's good for you in many, many ways in a replacement of sugar and it should not cause gas or bloating. Studies have shown that it's very natural and, and is very great for the body as a sugar replacement. But like I myself don't prefer Stevia. It has just such a, a strange saccharine taste. I love Splenda, but if this is something that hurts you, perhaps go to Stevia in your coffee or in your smoothies, whatever, whatever you use it for, just to see if that helps. The next thing is, and this is very difficult to do in our lifestyles because we're so rushed, is to eat slowly and mindfully. Sometimes we're on a break. I, I myself find, find myself inhaling food at my counter and then rushing away to do something else or you know, eating while we're in, in, in transportation, eating in traffic. I don't allow myself to eat in the car. If I'm giving someone a ride, I don't allow them to eat in the car. I'll never forget one girl I had gotten my Brand new car, all full of leather, just beautiful car smell. She was eating mandarin oranges and she was wiping her mandarin orange fingertips on the leather of the console and on the dashboard. And then she proceeded to put makeup on with a loose powder packet or compact and got powder all over. Plus with the sticky mandarin juices, I was like in shock. This is my brand new car with leather upholstery. I don't eat in this car. Even when I get to Starbucks, and like I fill it up to, you know, and I, I get the train to, and if it spills anywhere, I'm like, I have to take it to the detailer. I'm like super specific about my car. Do not eat or drink in my car, especially mandarin oranges and a, 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 an unpressed powder compact. Thou shalt not do, but I digress. Eating slowly and mindfully allows us to get in less, we intake less air and gas while we're eating, because if you're inhaling your food, you're intaking more air and you're not even able to chew the food properly. And eating more slowly actually, in hindsight, helps us eat less because sometimes when we're inhaling our food, we tend to eat higher portions. So that's kind of a problem. Also, for those of us that are on intermittent fasting, sometimes we go like 13 hours without eating. 
And then at the very end, we inhale that food because we're starving. So if you're, if you're experiencing intermittent fasting and you're having great gas and bloating in the stomach, maybe incorporate less time between meals and eating more slowly. And then you won't be so hungry and you'll have lesser portions and won't feel so bloated afterwards. That might be something that you can incorporate and do. Now, some people suffer from SIBO disease or any kind of like celiac, irritable bowel syndrome, those kinds of diseases. And a good thing to take as a probiotic, I recommend it to anybody for a probiotic would be the brand called Florastor and it's spelled F-L-O-R-A-S-T-O-R. You know, people can take kombucha drinks, Kavita, there are many different brands out there. And I do recommend if you have a vacation or you go just nutso at the buffet, or you've really been off your track of a diet regimen or just a very unhealthy eating lifestyle, you can kind of reset your gut by taking a probiotic. It really is good to reset your stomach and do that for 24 hours and it kind of regains that, it kind of resets it if you will. So you can do kombuchas or anything like that, but a good product again is Florastor, F-L-O-R-A-S-T-O-R, recommended by many gastroenterologists, doctors, people that are experts in that in that area. But if you're experiencing gas and bloating for a long period of time and you're really uncomfortable, I would advise you to definitely go to the doctor right away. And because it's just like it could be a trigger for something much worse in your body and that that's that could really be bad for you. Also, there's a lot of medications such as antidepressants that can really slow down your digestion and cause you to get more gas and bloating. So look at your look at your prescriptions and see if there's anything that you take that could potentially lead to gas and bloating and maybe just talk to your doctor to see if you could go on a different version or just incorporate different foods or take certain foods out to make sure that you're, you know, you're a little more comfortable and feeling better about yourself and have more energy so that the gas and bloating does not slow you down. The next thing is you could potentially have a food allergy. What if you've been eating something for a long time and all of a sudden you don't even know that you're allergic to it or you've gotten a really bad reaction to it and from then on you have an allergy. Well, a great thing to do would be the elimination diet and you can keep a food journal of the things that you eat and then pay attention to how you feel after you eat those foods. Let's just say that you've been drinking skim milk and cottage cheese and yogurt all your life, but maybe in the last year you've not felt so great and try to take some things out of your diet after you keep a food journal of like maybe you have that yogurt at three o'clock just for a, a little pick-me-up of energy and then you feel really bloated afterwards and then you take that yogurt out just to experiment and see how that makes you feel well if you realize that you feel better after taking that yogurt out of your diet potentially you may have a lactose intolerance you could have developed a lactose intolerance over the years and you can go to your allergist and they would do a skin test and say that, you know, maybe you do in fact have that allergy and now you know, now you can do something else, a different alternative and, or else take, you know, lactate or, or Beano or any of those products to help eliminate that. But it's called the elimination diet. And what that means is to take certain foods in and out of your diet to realize what makes you bloated and gassy and then add foods back in so that you feel better. So that might be something that you can do is just really pay attention to the foods that you eat. And again, we can develop 
we can develop allergies later in life. I mean, I have become severely allergic to sunblock. I mean, who would have thought? And now I have to order a specialty sunblock through National Allergy Supply called Vanacream because if I were to use just Neutrogena or, or Aveeno, which by the way, have both been taken off the shelves due to recall, I would be, my face would just balloon up and, I, and my throat would close. It's very dangerous. So I order, you know, a sunscreen that is extremely allergy free, of paraben free of every dye, fragrance, and I can barely wear makeup. I mean, I've developed a tolerance to products that never in, in a million years would have hurt my skin, but now I, I rarely wear makeup because it just hurts me. It just hurts me and I've become very sensitive. So again, later in life, we can just develop things that we wouldn't have thought before. And plus, there are more, many more additives in foods that we didn't have before. So when this happens, we shouldn't be surprised. And that's why it's always recommended to go on a whole foods diet, meaning that everything that we eat comes from a plant or from the ground or from, from an animal. And of course, it's always recommended to do a whole foods plant-based diet. And that is what works for me, but that doesn't work for everybody. So just incorporate things here and there to help you feel better, to get less bloating and gassy. But that's just another tip is to look at any potential food allergies that you do have. Now, the next tip to eliminate gas and bloating is avoid stress. Oh yes, let's all please avoid stress in 2021. Wouldn't that be nice? Of course it is. It's almost impossible to completely eliminate stress from our lives. But if you're feeling extremely stressed out and burning the candle at both ends and can't keep up, and you have to be in a million places at once, and then you're stuck in traffic and you're picking up your kids, dropping up your kids, trying to get deadlines at work, and then you're trying to catch up from the pandemic, this is very, very harmful on your gut. And then also, we tend to eat more and then we, we kind of gulp in more air because of our anxiety levels. Well, again, we can't eliminate stress altogether, but we can maybe reduce stress. And many of us can find ways in doing that with meditation, yoga, or just working out. That always helps me. Again, I'm still in recovery and I work out as much as I possibly can, but you know, if I could just run and, and get rid of that stress, I certainly would, but hopefully I'll get back to that soon. But again, look into meditation or just taking a bubble bath or just getting in a hot shower, finding ways to just kind of reduce those stress levels that will really help your gut because we get anxiety and we hold a stress in our stomachs, which can lead to gas and bloating and making us feel even worse. So yes, eliminate stress from your life or just at least reduce it as much as you can. And that just helps with every aspect of your life. The next way to reduce gas and bloating would be to take peppermint oil extract. You can ingest this in its pure liquid form, or you can take it in tea, or there are also capsules, and it's recommended to take two per day. But to be sure that it is the delayed release capsules as opposed to the extended release capsules, because it can be very harsh on your stomach. Also, you can incorporate peppermint tea besides just the peppermint extract. Other things that can help you aid in your digestion and eliminate gas and bloating would be adding cumin, coriander, or fennel seeds to your diet. Cumin and coriander are both delicious and they're used in so many dishes like Indian dishes, Middle Eastern dishes. And if you notice, if you go to an Indian restaurant, they actually offer fennel seeds in a bowl before you leave. Because if you eat those at the end of a meal, it really aids in your digestion. 
And also, let's look at ginger. There's a reason that sushi restaurants offer ginger with their sushi. It helps with digestion. You can also do ginger tea, ginger candies, and they're all very delicious and really helps you with that digestion. But back to that mint, that peppermint extract oil, and the capsules and the tea, look at how many restaurants offer mints after a big meal. So again, things that you can eat after the meal would be peppermint in the form of tea, capsules or extract, or cumin, coriander, fennel seeds, ginger, and again, these can all be taken as teas. There are many teas on the market that, like Yogi ginger is delicious. You can also get a green, I think it was, I think it's Taza tea that has a green and ginger that is delicious, that's offered at a lot of Starbucks. So just think of these little things that you can add at the end of your meal that can really help aid digestion, eliminate gas and bloating. So many of us love to drink carbonated beverages and there's so many waters that are now carbonated. People love the, the Zevias and all of these things that cause gas. Again, things like diet sodas are wonderful for the fact that we can you know, drink them during the day to eliminate snacking. Like, Because sometimes we mindless snack and Diet Coke is a go-to for so many people, especially in the fitness space. Even though it's not considered to be the healthiest, it actually does reduce cravings, like reduce sugar cravings. So we, we look at diet sodas as the lesser evil We'd rather have a diet soda than have a donut. So although these are okay, again, not deemed as healthy, but they do work in many diets, it can really cause a lot of gas and bloating. So try to eliminate carbonated beverages because that really wreaks havoc on the body. Some people have developed a tolerance and they're just fine to it. But if you find yourself always, you know, burping after a diet Coke and things like that, that, you know, that's a lot of excess bloating and gas that you don't want. And maybe just taper down on that find something else and you can always drink water, which is really boring. But that leads me to the next one is of course, drink more water. Adding more water, especially if you're eating a high fiber diet is the best thing to, to do because if you're really bloated, it almost seems counterintuitive to drink more water, but it does, it does flush out excess fluid. So add more water and you know, we can always make water more fun by adding infused cucumbers, strawberries, blueberries, Sometimes, you know, I love those meals where you can just squirt a flavored liquid into the drink and then it actually makes me drink the water because sometimes water is just really boring, but it's so good for you for obvious reasons. And again, if you're eating a high fiber diet, try to increase that water or add more insoluble fibers to the diet, things that digest more easily, such as whole grain foods, such as wheat, brown rice, and couscous, root vegetables, such as carrots, parsnips, and potatoes, celery, cucumbers, and courgettes, fruit with edible seeds, beans, pulses, and lentils, and nuts and seeds. However, this seems the opposite of what I said in the beginning, and these are all high on the FODMAP scale, but you know your own body. If you can eat these properly, these are more insoluble fiber foods that can help you. Again, everybody is different. The next one to taper down your gas and bloating is to figure out your food combinations. Sometimes people have figured out that they cannot, they absolutely cannot eat fruit after a meal, that it completely ruins their digestion. And they realize that fruit can be only eaten by their own individual self in the morning and not for the rest of the day. So if you feel that you've experienced more gas and bloating than normal, look at your diet, keep a food journal, always recommended, and see what makes you feel gaseous and, bloat, and bloated after in taking certain meals. 
Maybe it's the fact that you can't have, you know, steak with with a certain kind of vegetable, or maybe you're eating some lentils and you're you've gone from a carnivore diet to a plant-based diet all of a sudden, just like cold turkey, and it's become very harmful for you as far as the gas and bloating, and that's very common. And it's more recommended to go from a normal American diet to completely switching to a whole grain plant-based diet or anything else like that very slowly. And again, doing the insoluble fibers versus the big heavy fibers that can really just make your body go into havoc. But you know, if you do this slowly and you make small changes in your health, you can really benefit. But when you're doing these switches, try to go a little bit more slowly and forgive yourself and forgive your body if you become gassy and bloated because your body's just not used to that. And again, always the incorporation of water, probiotics, or adding peppermint extract, ginger, fennel, cumin, or coriander can really help that. And with that same subject, it's very recommended to switch to a whole foods diet. Everything that you eat can come out of the ground. It's in its natural state. Even if it comes from an animal, it is in its natural state. All these processed foods, were very heavy with American diet on processed carbs, fast food, just fast food in general, meaning like quick, quick fixes. And we not only eat those foods that are high in sodium and all these other additives, but we also inhale them so quickly. So it is so important to practice mindful eating, slowing down and adding more fruits and vegetables, whole grains, plant-based meals, just plant-based foods to the diet. And again, I don't mean to be preachy, but this can really eliminate a lot of these gas and bloating issues that so many Americans have. And again, the American diet, it's just the way it is. But again, you can reset your gut by taking probiotics and things like that. With that also is to exercise more. The more you exercise, the more you move, the more your blood gets flowing, the more your juices in your stomach get flowing. It's just better for you in general health, but also to eliminate gas and bloating. Yoga is really good for you for mindfulness, but it's also recommended to do two exercises that can really eliminate gas and bloating. And some of you who are parents may know this well with a baby. If you have a, a gassy stomach, you can simply lie on your back and rub your stomach counterclockwise or clockwise. That actually gets your bowels moving and eliminates any type of constipation or anything to get rid of gas and bloating. Also, if, again, if you're on your back, you can actually put your knees to your chest and kind of rock back and forth really slowly. And that can really help get your digestion going more properly to eliminate gas and bloating. But do remember as women, we have a longer colon and that can take us long, takes longer in the digestion. And again, men, you have more testosterone and you could hold that in better than women. And that's just another thing where we say men have built-in spanks for that. Unless you have a big beer gut, that's a whole nother issue. And remember that beer really elicits um, a lot of gas and bloating due to the fact that it's fermented barley and rye. Although beer can be very delicious. And um, I'm originally from Wisconsin, so I understand that, but I prefer the hard liquors to beers. Although I have a great appreciation for them. The next tip to add to your diet are bananas. They're packed with potassium, that regulates fluid balance to flatten belly bloat. It's just one of the amazing benefits of bananas besides everything else. Potassium offsets the effects of sodium in your diet, which is a common cause of water retention, which leads us to another one of just lower your sodium levels. Get 
a lesser version of an entree, which I'll go into in a second. Although bananas can't help you in 24-hour period, a study published in Anaerobe found that women who ate a banana as a pre-meal snack twice a day for 60 days experienced 50% reduction in bloating. Now the next one on that low sodium. When you're at the fast food restaurants or just out to dinner, what can you do instead to avoid those high sodium levels and keep gas and bloating at bay? If you're at fast food restaurants, you can go to the low sodium menu. And a lot of fast food restaurants actually do offer this, alternatives. You can use spices to season food instead of solely relying on salt. You can swap canned foods or fresh for, for fresh or frozen products. Or you can skip out on processed meats and replace them with grilled or baked lean protein. These are all lower sodium options that can help reduce belly bloat. The next one, and this is easier said than done, is to try to eat dinner a little bit earlier than usual. Your intake of food by 7 or 8 p.m. at night and delay breakfast a little further into the day, you can make sure that you have at least 12 hours between your last meal the night before and the first meal the next morning. This will give your digestive system time to recover and you'll notice that your belly bloat disappears. You'll wake up with the flattest stomach that you've ever seen. And who doesn't love to look in the mirror when they wake up in the morning when you see all of those striations and those cuts in those abs? Speaking of waking up in the morning, is my next one is to get more sleep. This is just great for overall health anyway, but the longer you sleep and the better sleep patterns you have, the easier your digestion. In fact, people that gain a lot of weight, there is a direct correlation with less sleep. The less sleep you're getting, the more weight you gain because you carry that stress and all of that in that stomach area, which leads to visceral fat also, which is very, very bad for your organs. So try to get that sleep. Again, easier said than done, but it's great for overall health besides bloat, gas, and digestion. The next tip is to ditch the straws. We all love drinking out of straws because a lot of us, especially if it's a dark colored beverage, it actually keeps your teeth whiter than if you're just drinking it out of the can or the bottle. Drinking it through a straw eliminates some of these staining issues. But similar to eating your dinner too quickly, sipping out of a straw can also cause us to suck in more air than usual, and as a result, leave you feeling puffy and gassy and bloated. This is one of the most important tips on how to reduce bloating to remember because if you're drinking water out through a straw daily, that could be the reason that you're bloated all day. And if you're drinking water, drinking a carbonated beverage through a straw, and then you have xylitol, a sugar-free gum, that's just a triple effect of gas and bloating. Although, you know, we all do these things, but just little tips and tricks to eliminate at least one of the many bad habits that so many of us have. Now, the next tip may seem very obvious, but it really wreaks havoc on the body again, and that is to avoid greasy foods. Foods that are high in grease or are really fatty, like McDonald's breakfast, cause gastrointestinal upsets. Greasy foods and a lot of the fast food joints actually contain high levels of unhealthy fats like saturated and trans fats that can cause inflammatory responses in our bodies, meaning your body wants out. This causes more gas, bloating, and just feeling less comfortable overall. The next tip is actually rather lovely, and that is to take an Epsom salt bath. Relaxing in any tub is always nice and adding two cups of magnesium rich Epsom salt that you can get at any pharmacy, any store, anywhere may help deflate your belly more effectively by pulling excess water and toxins out of your body. As athletes, a lot of us do this, a lot of competitors do this, 
Your skin also absorbs, absorbs the mineral and electrolyte magnesium, which can help reduce the inflammation and may even reduce muscle cramps, menstruation cramps. Soaking in an Epsom salt bath for 20 minutes can help alleviate constipation as well, which is another cause of bloating as discussed earlier. So get in that tub and relax, and that also decreases stress levels. So that's a double duty. Now to finalize this episode, I'm going to give you a seven day meal plan to help eliminate bloat and also just a few foods that you can always incorporate to add to your gut health in general to eliminate gas and bloating. So let's first start with the seven day diet of actually getting rid of belly bloat. It's a seven day meal plan recommended by Joy Bauer, who is a nutritionist and speaks on the Today Show. Breakfast, make an egg scramble with leftover grilled salmon, asparagus, one teaspoon of dried basil, and one cup of green tea. Second option could be two hard boiled eggs with steamed spinach, sliced tomatoes, and one cup of dandelion root tea, which is also a natural diuretic to get rid of that gas and bloating. Third option could be watermelon cucumber smoothie with one cup of dandelion root tea. And a fourth option could be a third cup of oats with unsweetened almond milk, one tablespoon of peanut butter, cinnamon, and one cup of green tea. Notice that it's unsweetened almond milk, which is a plant-based milk as opposed to dairy, where so many people are lactose intolerant, leading to gas and bloating. Here are five options for lunch. A spinach salad with lemon herb chicken. Dress, dress with fig, raspberry, or orange vinegar. One teaspoon of olive oil and one tablespoon of chopped pecans. Actually, it's pecans. I say pecans, not pecans. I don't know why I said pecans. What do you guys say? Second option is chopped romaine salad with cucumbers, carrots, four to six ounces of steamed shrimp, half avocado, and balsamic vinegar. A third option, steamed asparagus and sliced fennel salad. Remember that fennel, those fennel seed. Top this with two teaspoons of olive oil, lemon, and four to six ounces of poached chicken. The fourth option is a tuna salad. One cup of romaine lettuce, one plum tomato, a half a cup of artichoke hearts, four to six ounces of canned tuna and olive oil over a bed of greens. Or you can do tuna and, wa and water in a can. Number five is the Greek yogurt marinated chicken with tomato, cucumber salad, and a third avocado. And how about for your, meat, your dinner options? I will give you six options for that as recommended by Joy Bauer. The first is cod and sweet potato fries with a large romaine lettuce salad with carrots, tomatoes, and red bell peppers dressed with a simple lemon dressing, toasted fennel, again fennel, and four to six ounces of baked cod. Second option, Dijon salmon. Again, healthy omega fats, not fast food fats. Add one tablespoon of Dijon mustard on four to six ounces of salmon and top with one tablespoon of fresh parsley. Bake at 350 degrees for 10 minutes. Third option, steak and potato. Grill four to six ounces of grass-fed steak. Serve with roasted fennel, or legal fennel again, and a half-baked sweet potato with one teaspoon of coconut oil. The fourth option, a sweet potato plate. One small or a half-large sweet potato with one cup of sautéed spinach, one teaspoon of olive oil, a quarter of lemon, and four ounces of grilled chicken. Number five option for dinner would be pork tenderloin and bok choy. Two cups of bok choy sautéed with two teaspoons of avocado oil and served with four ounces of pork tenderloin grilled. Again, the grilling version is better because it's less salt. 
And finally, number six as an option for dinner on this anti-bloat diet would be green tea marinated cod over lentil currant salad. And that would be four ounces of cod filet, a third cup of lentils, and one cup of baby spinach. These could all help you. And also incorporating two snacks for the anti-bloat seven-day meal plan would be a gut health smoothie. That would be a half a cup plain kefir. And again, that is a probiotic. The brand is key is kefir, K-E-F-I-R. It's actually Russian. So that'd be a half a cup plain kefir, half a cup papaya, and a quarter avocado. And another snack would be sliced cucumbers with two tablespoons of guacamole or perhaps garbanzo beans, if you can take those beans. And next, just to add a few things before I end this podcast, what can you add just simple things to your diet? Well, hey, cucumber, that's 96% water. That is the king of cool, and it's, it's a top spot for hydration, especially in the summer. And you can make Japanese cucumber salad. Iceberg lettuce, it's full of water and full of vitamins. And it packs 96% water to eliminate that belly bloat and get rid of excess water. Zucchini, another great one. You can also replace high caloric foods with zucchini in so many recipes. Tomatoes, always great for summer dishes and eliminating that bloat. And I shall end with four great summer foods that can actually really help eliminate gas and bloating would be number one, watercress. This mustardy flavored green fights puffiness and its diuretic powers. As part of the cruciferous family of vegetables, it also boasts cancer-fighting benefits and it's super low on calories. And at just four calories a cup, it's a great diet trick. Pair that with juicy watermelon and peaches for delicious summer salad. So the first one is watercress. Second, asparagus. As fitness competitors or anybody who is in bodybuilding, asparagus is the go-to as far as eliminating water and bloat in the, in the body. While technically it's a spring vegetable as opposed to a summer vegetable, you can still find plenty of these stocks at the store. A well-known bloat fighter, these fiber-rich stocks have ever been touted as a way to prevent that hangover as well. And you can refer to my hangover episode earlier, uh, a couple months ago, and asparagus was the number one go-to. Not that you want to eat asparagus when you're hungover, but it really, really helps eliminate that um, horrible feeling of uh, being hungover. Asparagus is delicious as a side dish and also pairs well with eggs, which which are also great for digestion unless you're allergic to them. Like in mini asparagus and cheddar frittatas, perhaps, if you feel so inclined to be a top chef for yourself. The third one is celery. And we know that celery had been off the shelves for so long because of the celery, you know, juice cleansing in the morning. And thank God celery has come back on the shelves because that's kind of tapered off. But this crudite staple causes, caused a stir a couple years ago when everyone, again, like I said, started juicing for a detox drink. While you can overdo it on the juiced version because it can lead to diarrhea if you're taking it in too much, eating this natural diuretic or adding it to a smoothie is really smart for fighting the bloat and gas unless you're suffering from diarrhea. So again, what works for everybody. And finally, how delicious is this? It's the pineapple. Tropical and sweet pineapple and a juicy addition to lots of summer recipes is just fabulous and it's so pretty. And it also aids in helping your body get rid of excess fluid, which is the reason for adding it to the podcast. You can keep dinner light and flavorful with grilled garlic, lemon, shrimp, and pineapple. Just delicious recipes you can incorporate. So I hope all of these things helped you. It's just not fun to experience gas and bloating and we wanna be our best summer selves on the beaches, at the pools, showing off in our really cute summer clothes. And also back to that, you know, 
segment of the movie knocked up, you want to be able to feel good about yourself and perhaps have fun with your partner. You don't want to be constipated and you want to feel good. So if you can add some of these things to your diet and eliminate some of these other things to your diet, you'll be a lot happier and your body will thank you for it. But I want to end this podcast by saying people get very preachy and they become zealots about what they what they believe in. When you hear tips and tricks on things, take in things that work for you and eliminate things that don't work for you. Again, some people can say, oh, I can eat neat, neat and not get fat or, oh, I don't, I don't blow it on this at all. Everybody's bodies are different. Use what works for you. Don't let, don't allow yourself to be judged and don't judge yourself. If it works for somebody else and doesn't work for you, you have other options. So give yourself credit, be kind to yourself. We all need to be kinder to ourselves. And again, get more sleep, eliminate that stress and take an Epsom salt bath. And you know what, FOMO, and you only live once, YOLO. If you wanna partake in fast food every once in a while, go ahead and do that. But maybe add more water when you do that that day, that day or add a probiotic. Have a wonderful life. Do these things, but if you're gassy and bloated, it's not so fun. Anyway, I wanna thank you again so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat, and I will see you the next time around. We appreciate you for listening, and please rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Anne McDaniels or at Anne McDaniels Actress. And I will see you next time on SoCal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.